0: Block TALK Radio
1: Hey there, this is Ben Tennyson. And when I'm saving the world with the power of my Ultimatrix, me, Kevin, and Gwen like to listen to the All-Taste Explosion with the Boogaloo Shrimp, featuring John Pokemon and the Dennis Daniels show.
2: It's hero time! <laughs>
1: Warning, this episode contains copious amounts of Duke Devlin. Women with heart conditions are advised not to look directly at Duke Devlin. This also applies to women without heart conditions. He's very pretty. See? See how pretty he is? He's very pretty. I'd like to run my fingers through his hair. And I'm just a voice. Anyway, without further ado... Live from Jack and
2: Jones Jar Studio and beautiful CCM at the University of Cincinnati, it's the Dennis Daniel Show! Tonight's guest, Yu-Gi-Oh! the Abridged Series creator, Little Karibo, Martin Villainy, plus John Pokemon and the Dennis Daniel Show band. And now, here is your host, the 2009 Bearcast Innovator of the Year, Dennis Daniel! Yay, yay! yay, 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 yay. Yeah, hooray! Woo! <laughs> alright, alright. All right. Oh oh wait, 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 gotta do this first. Who's screwing the rules now, Kaiba? Screw the money, I got a talk show. <sighs> Man, it feels good to be back here on the Dennis Daniels show. You know the show where everyone goes to get the no, you know? Thought so. Folks, I am Dennis Daniel, your BearCast buddy, your DJ to the stars, and the winner of the 2009 BearCast Innovator of the Year Award. Folks, what can I say? It's, it's been happening here on the Dennis Daniel Show. It's for the first time ever, we have two things going on here on today's show. The first transatlantic interview, all the way from jolly old UK, we have little Karibo Martin Billany on the show. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. I, I, am, I am ready to bust a nut, and I don't want to bust one yet.
3: Can we say that on the radio? Oh, we can
2: say it, John, because this is... Degeneration X powered, as you can see by these super awesome D Generation X Army wristbands, which are available at wwwshop.com. But folks, let's give it up. Once again, he is the Paul Schaefer to my David Letterman. He's the boss. He's the Mon. He's John Pokemon. <laughs> So, John, did you get enough of the um, craziness on the Dennis Daniels show the last time you were on? Oh, uh, If I got enough, why would I be back this week? Exactly. Oh, folks, I tell you, we got a great show. You, you know, we, now, Little Karibo is best known for his creation of Yu-Gi-Oh! the Abridged Series. And to celebrate, I brought some things with me. That's right. I dug into my closet, and guess what I found? My trading cards. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, snap. This, what? I
3: said, oh, snap.
2: Okay, good. Nick, if you're listening, big up to the grave keepers. But folks, I man, I went through, I went through this thing, man. I found all these great cards. Check it out. I found all five pieces to Exodia. I used oh, to kick ass and take names with these guys. And of course, if, if for anyone with an Exodia deck, you gotta have Exodia Necros. And of course, some of him, you gotta have contract with Exodia, all that crap and all whatnot. And then I found my Light and Darkness deck. I used this for a couple of years. Let's see where if, I, if my favorite card is in here somewhere. Where did I put it? Uh, let's see. It is right here. Horse, the Black Flame Dragon level 6. This is I won this at a tournament. It means a lot to me. It's worth more than any card I have. And of course, with Horus level 6, you got to have Horse level 8. And I don't care what you all say. Hopeless Blue Eyes deck cannot beat Horse Lockdown deck. So, that's enough of that. And because of our special guest, I went into the archives, and I had to go ahead and dig out the Winged Dragon of Ra, or to you, a Bridger's Mega Ultra Chicken. That's right, folks. I'm telling you. And we're, what also makes this show special, we're shooting video, my oh. Video my Bob. We John,
3: just got high tech on your we ass. We got
2: HD, so you can catch us not only on iTunes and the Shrimpcast, but also on YouTube, because this next segment is going to be great. Now, Nation, I'm going to break it down for you all a little bit. You know, suck it with my Degeneration Next merchandise. Last time on the Dennis Daniels show, we had voice actor and musician Eric Stewart. And by the way, Eric Stewart Band, MD Film of Reference. Avil- John, get the CD. Get the CD. Come on. Where is it should be over there. Check underneath there. I don't know. I'm not for all this Come on, you should see it. It says Eric Stewart, Ben. You can't miss it. Do you see it? No, I don't. Uh, we'll show it later on. Eric
3: Stewart, empty frame of mind. It's got a picture reference, of Reference,
2: not mind. Reference.
3: Whatever. It's got a picture of his big, ugly mug on it. So go buy it. His
2: mug is not ugly. John, spe- speaking of Eric Stewart, before our interview, we were very rudely interrupted by... Former Duel Monsters champion, Seto Kaiba. You know, fruit bowl haircut, uh, blue eyes, white dragon, fly in the fancy jet. Seriously, how can anyone take him seriously when he flies around in a jet like a dragon? I can't. Can you, John?
3: Absolutely not.
2: Absolutely not. But because you folks, for those who didn't tune in or who are too busy trying to figure out how to work their interweb of mabobs we're going to give you a small... A small recap of what happened on that show. So, so can we go to the Daniel-tron for a minute there, Shucky? Uh, oh, we can? Sweet. Here, here, all right. Yeah, Here's a recap. Let's get
4: one thing straight. Just because you have some internet radio station that broadcasts to three people, you think you and your kooky little sidekick, whose last name is a cheap second-rate show, can beat the greatest duelist ever, Seto Kaiba? Let me think. I think the answer
2: is no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who is this? State your name for the audience out there.
4: Well, for those of you who don't have a brain or ears, this is the one and only Seto Kaiba. Oh, this guy makes a Seto Kaiba. Oh, man, that's rich. (laughs) Well, let me take a look at myself. Uh Uh-huh, great coat, plane, trains, automobiles, everything you can imagine. Oh, and look, look in my little deck here. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, blue eyes, white dragon. What we're t- t- uh. playing, Prince uh. and Zuko Kaiba. Okay. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, just one question. You may have, you know, all all of that
2: nice stuff. You know, Rick Flair has half of that crap too, buddy. Just one question I gotta ask you: Did you have a happy Father's Day? Oh, oh man, that was oh, sweet. Very funny. G- what no, what about a, a Mother's Day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because oh, he doesn't have a mom either. Ooh. Okay, so if you really are said okaiba and i doubt you are let me ask you this question where was my battle city tournament invitation
4: your battle city invitation i think that was also the ones that were handed out for the white house you know the ones that people sort of snuck in you see guys like you don't get the invites uh i I think your i think your nickname is uh is it the boogaloo shrimp
2: yes sir and proud of it
4: yeah see that really works well as a duelist title that kind of reminds me of if good times had a midget, he would be called the Boogaloo Shrek.
2: <laughs> oh, well, Kaiba, oh, man, you are just quite the comedian, man. you should got to the funny bone down here. Yo, tell some stand-up. Let me ask you something. How many times you beat Yugi? Um, Oh, oh, what, what was that? What was, that? What was that? One? And he beat you, I don't know, three? Well, here's the deal, okay? All right.
4: Yugi has got such a low self-esteem. That what I need to do, if you did any research, if you looked back through history and saw what we learned from the Egyptian portion of our life story, you'd realize, I need to make him look good. That's what I do.
2: But didn't you yourself deny for, I don't know, how many times, 3,000 times, that this Egyptian magic heart of the card stuff was nothing more than baloney? I mean, when it came to your ancient heritage, you were in more denial than Kirsten Alley. Hey-oh! Oh, bird. Uh, you're good okay, too. Kirsten Alley. That's
4: good, too. See, here's the deal. Kaiba is always Kaiba.
2: So, as you can see, Seto Kaiba not only trashed me and my brother, he trashed our studio, our show... And our radio station. It
3: just got real up in and here. And to
2: make it worse, guess what I have found out? What did you just found out? Konami is releasing a special booster pack in honor of Kaiba. Duelist Pack Seto Kaiba, coming out April 20th. Oh,
3: man.
2: Is this, And this guy's ego couldn't get any bigger. Well, you know what I say? I say no. I say no to this because he can't come on my show, talk trash to me and you and our station, and get away with it. That's why, John, I've done something I don't think I can forgive myself for doing. What's that? I dug deep into the sectors of the interwebs to call out some evil help. Evil help? Evil help. That's right, John. Evil help. I like doing that. So, folks, through the magic of the radio and the telephone, I found someone who hates Kaiba as much as I do. Uh, Can you believe that? Someone that hates Kaiba. I mean, this guy panders to all the sycophants and parasites. Oh, crap, I'm using Chris Jericho words. I shouldn't be using Chris Jericho words. So, folks, with the magic of my computering Jigma Boober, I'm going to pull up someone who has the power that we need to take down Kaiba. So I'm going to pull this up. Okay, hopefully he can hear us. Let's see. Big Dita, Binky Boy. Big Dita, Binky Boy, do you come in? Over.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BearCast Radio proudly brings to you its Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged Tag Team Champions of the World, the Egyptian villain, Marik Ishtar, the limey fruitcake, Florence McCorda, the new age outlaw. Yeah! Yeah,
2: buddy! All right, John, I, man, I, man, Merrick, I didn't even know you guys were in the DX,
1: man. Maybe a little bit. They they appeal to my rebellious na- nature.
2: Oh, dude, uh-huh. man, they they are so rebellious and then some, Good man. Stuff. You should have seen when they drove a tank to WCW. That was crazy. Oh, it was so great.
1: It was so uh, all up in your face and it, stuff. Oh, it was totally up in your face, man. Okay, yes, but they never actually went inside the building, so it was kind of a letdown.
2: Florence, what, what, come on, man. They blew it up. You saw them blow it up. You know, they drove a tank, and they, they had to camouflage. They were giving tickets to the WCW guys. Heck, the WCW that night promised a free show for those who want to go. Free
1: show. Ted Turner was losing money. Yes. He was, and now look at him. He is nowhere, and I am everywhere.
2: But that son of a bitch, he colorized Casablanca, I can't let him sit by and do that. At a, yeah. later time, at a later time, though. Ted Turner's on our list for later.
1: Right now, Merrick, I need your help.
2: As you heard, Seto Kaiba said a bunch of crap about me and my brother. In he the did.
1: He did. He said that you guys broadcast to only three people, and I know that he broadcast to, you broadcast to at least five people.
2: Yeah. Because me and yeah. LeCora
1: listen to your show as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, hey, hey, he has no
2: idea the power he is effing <laughs> with. Right. I, I, I can't make that sound
1: effect right now.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, well, we understand. Well, well we have it cued, but we just... We don't want to get it up because we're just lazy. Now, see, now I know that you, of all people, are the leader of possibly the biggest, most sinister, most diabolical group to ever walk the face of the earth, and
1: I ain't talking for kids. Oh yes. Oh, evil council of doom. Not to be confused with the Legion of Doom. What a rush. What a rush.
2: Actually, we actually saw, we actually saw them a couple years ago when an animal was hiding, right? That was super awesome. But, but I, I, this is why I, I went on the interwebs. I looked through LiveJournal. I went places no one would go to find you and your um, sidekick. Sidekick, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll oh, go with that. you did
1: not just go there.
2: No, what? We'll go go where? Hey, I, I, I'm. We'll so...
1: be going to the Shadow Realm in a minute.
2: Well, hold hold that thought, Florence. I, I need to ask you for a favor for, regarding the Shadow Realm. So so let's get back to that. Merrick, I need your help. I need you to help me make Seto Kaiba look like the blatant arrogant jackass he is. Okay. And here's how he... am I supposed to do that? Well, it's simple. It's simple. I gotta, I gotta. Stomp him in the nuts. No, no, no John, John. We can't get that. We can't get him to stomp him in the nuts. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take that millennium rod. I want you to take possession of his mind, and I want you to make him release a statement saying that he was wrong. To trash talk, me and my brother, and the Altis explosion, and BearcastRadio.com. And I want you. And this is the best part.
1: I want you to make him eat horse crap. Oh well, that that that's a great idea. Except there's one problem. And and, and, and what's that? And please don't his tell me his so name
2: isn't it. Steve. Ah, I knew
1: it! I knew it!
2: See, I, this is the thing, and this is the thing for you those playing the home game. Meris Millennium Rod cannot affect those who are not named Steve. That's why every rare hunter is named Steve. Right. Steve Arcana, Steve Rare Hunter, Steve Luma Lumbra, and his name um, is Steve Rare Hunter. We, His we, name is Steve Steve. Steve Steve. Steve Steve. Uh, but can't we use your Millennium Rods to control those evil celebrity Steve that you have talked about? You know, we could take um, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Steve Jobs, Steve uh, Jobs. Steve. We could do that. Steve, I have Steve. I have
3: a buddy named Steve. Can no, we take no, control of him?
2: Why wouldn't Merrick want to take control of Steve? He's a fat blob, flip flop around, man. That's that's a waste of time and good energy. But it's we Steve. Could get Stevie Richards. <laughs> what Steve. about?
3: Can we get Stevie Wonder? No. Ah!
2: No. What, what's he gonna do? Gonna play a piano for us? No. That's he. He's, he can't even see where he's walking. Chuck Norris is the only guy to beat Stevie Wonder in a, in a staring contest. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we kind of went off on a tangent. We just there. went there. Well, well, can't you use if your? I'm used to that. Can't you use your magic to make Mega Ultra Chicken writhe and burn his country to the ground? Because that
1: would be so freaking sweet. If I could do that, I would have done it by now. Believe me. But listen, listen. I know how you guys feel. When I invited Kaiba to join my evil council, he totally blew me off. And I don't mean in the way that Pegasus would do it. Hey-oh!
2: That guy needs to come out of the tombs. And speaking of coming out of the tombs, Florence! What? Hi. Hi. How you doing? Uh,
1: depends on how long this is going to go on for. Oh, come
2: on, Florence. Uh, uh, what can I help you do? Maybe I can help you get and Pals back on the air. You know, do a radio you know show. You what you could
1: do? You could stop calling me Florence since it's not my real name.
2: I, Merrick, you said his name was Florence. I did. So so blame Merrick. I do, all the time. (laughs) Okay, Flora, okay, 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 Bacora. Bacora, Thief King Bacora, Yami Bacora, whatever you want to be called. We'll call you, we'll call you...
1: Call him Fluffy.
2: Fluffy, because
1: he looks like a kitty.
2: He looks like an evil kitty. Uh. Now, 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 of course, we could take Bacora's myth and, you know, stab Kaiba with a knife, because I know... Bakora loves. Gets all tingly when he talks about knives.
1: Yes, I do. But do you get tingly when you think about jail time? Ooh, oh, snap. ooh!
2: You, Going to the big house. Want you to ask Phil Spector? hey oh Phil Spector. He went to jail and his hair got probation. And <laughs> we're just okay. Okay. Um. All right. Let's see. Okay. Oh, by the way, all right, Bakora. Now you're talking about the room thing, right? Yes. Okay. There's this um, There's this douche over at um Five Minute Major, Brandon Kisker. He's a. He says that this is not the first international interview, and I say, well, Canada's not international. If if you want to be international, you go over a body of water, not across a fence. So I want you, could, could you do me a favor and me banish him to
1: the Shadow Realm for me? I'd really appreciate yes, it. Yes, we shall have the first ever interdimensional radio interview from him.
2: Uh, what? No! <laughs> not from him! Put him th- banish him to the Shadow Realm! Not, not, not
1: interview with him! Well, will we, we'll interview him from the Shadow Realm, and see how he likes it. Ah, uh, yes. How very evil. We need to get one of those things.
2: Yes, yes, I, I, I think it would really work. Oh, 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 Bacor, Bacor, do your impression of him, Yugi. It's funny, I want to hear it. Come on, do hey, it. Go on,
1: Bacor, to do the do impression. It. Do it, it Come on, John, get him going. Do it, uh, do it, do, do it. it, do it. Hello, I'm Yugi Moto, super special awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that is totally him. Oh, 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 you should do Merrick hey, okay. now. You should do Merrick. Told you, no, Merrick. I've already done that one. Oh. oh! You did it.
1: Oh, I see what you did
2: there. Hey, yeah, a little a little job. see like, what did we, we over there. We made a tangerine. We doubling your window. We were like, brr, brr, Okay. Now, Merrick, before before we let you go, the audiences, the fans have been asking me, where
1: in the world is Mr. Tweetums? Um, he, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. He... He's my best friend. Well, he, he was my best friend till I was forced to forget about him.
2: Oh, that's, yeah, because Whore Biscuit, all oh, Whore Biscuit, she's going yeah. down. She's going down. She's a Her boobs will strangle her in the shadows. Good Lord, that's a strange
1: image.
3: Yeah, I don't know what you were going with there. That was, uh, I think you kind of crossed the line there. Yeah,
2: you crossed some
1: kind of line. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's
3: wrong on so many whoa, levels.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm getting this from the guy with the fake tan?
1: Yes, and the, the ice cube fetish.
2: And the ice cube fetish. Don't forget the ice cube fetish.
1: Oh, and yeah. you, you
2: and your Yowie Merrick. I just, I don't know. Jeez. A
1: guy has issues, okay?
2: Gosh. And your name's Merrick Sebastian Ishtar the Third.
1: Okay.
2: I, I, I'm not trying to knock on names because you know I'm Boogaloo Shrimp, but yeah, well, um, the other
5: one is John Pokemon. John
2: po- John John Pokemon. Damn man. Skippy. Oh gosh. Okay, so yep. l- let, me, let me try to refresh this. You can't control Kaiba's mind because he's not Steve. Correct. And I guess stabbing him with a knife will not be a possible, will it?
1: Well, it'll, it'll be possible, but it would also be very dangerous for you.
3: We could just, you know, cut off his toes or something.
1: Uh, well, we could. Not d- not what
3: kill this, him. The big Lebowski. Just cut off his toes or, you know, all of his fingers. Uh, or, you know, we don't really want to kill him, we just kind of want to make life hard for yeah, him. Yeah, we,
2: we don't want to kill him, we just don't want him being successful anymore. You should shave his eyebrows. Oh, oh, oh. Or just
3: shave one of his eyebrows. Or shave
2: that, right. or shave that fruit bowl haircut. Yep, 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 yep. God, gosh, now, now, before we go, I go, I keep saying that, uh, let me ask you a question. What are you chasing, Yugi? I mean, what did he do to you?
1: Well, it was not so much Yugi, it's the pharaoh, because, uh, well, I was forced into some sort of thing with... Yes,
2: yes, yes. Well, it's confusing, yes. okay? Ooh, yeah, you were forced in the tombs to protect the pharaoh, which was, he was dead for a thousand years. Uh, did you ever think that maybe you wouldn't see him? It's not like you can go up, up there and go walk in the street, oh, do 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 oh, hey there, Pharaoh!
1: I'm going but to kill you. It. There's no way that the Pharaoh could have made that law because he was dead.
2: But 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 but, but Cora, y- you spent I don't know 50 episodes trying to kill him too. You realize you you bad guys failed. I want to
3: I want to kill him too.
2: Why do you want to? kill him? I don't him? even
3: know him and I want to kill him.
2: Yes, you should join our evil council, Mr. Pokémon. No, no, I am
3: going to cut his throat. No,
2: we are not joining any
3: no,
1: that's evil too council. Far. <laughs>
3: Oh, is that? Did I go too far with we're that? Not, yeah, you went too far. We're Uh-oh. not
1: joining any evil council. The only council you we can, can join be... the other evil council with the crappy motorcycle guy. I don't get that <laughs>
2: motorcycles. I I'm sorry. I am less intimidated every minute. And what five Ds? I figure what the D stands for, Merrick.
3: D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> oh, oh, <yes.
5: laughs>
2: yeah. Well, Mr. Merrick, before we
3: let you go, I know we we do keep saying that. I have a uh, one small favor to ask of you.
1: Ask and it you shall receive. Maybe
3: <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, oh. One of our uh, one of our faithful Bearcast listeners just sent me an instant message over AIM, and she was asking yes. if you could give her friend Mackenzie a small shout out. Mackenzie,
1: words to your mother. Yeah, how's
2: it <laughs> going?
3: Um, 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 I'm sure that made her day.
2: Okay, well, we'll let you two go back to watching Hannibal. Cannibal Holocaust, or, you know, fluffing pillows, because mm. that's ingenious.
1: Yes, it's a very loose definition of watching, since we'll be talking over it, apparently.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, um, you know what? Um, well, we'll see you all around. Uh, give my regards to Zork, and this is a reminder to all of you that Merrick and Bacora, along with John Pokemon and myself, are proud members of D-Generation X. And this is a reminder, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you on three. One, two... Three, suck, suck it! it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in a few minutes. So you can chill right now. See. All right, catch you on the flip side, kids. Okay, now, I thought that was pretty good. I thought they were very nice, you know? You know, despite being evil, they were pretty nice. And I just, I, I don't think how, we could, how they could be misinterpreted, you know? Because, hey, I, I, would, I would invite them to my graduation, because they are super special awesome. Now, let's, um, let's go ahead and get our guest out. Folks, my guest is the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series, a YouTube phenomena, And he's going to answer some of your questions, and we're going to see if he'll do some voices, Because, uh, but we're going to wait till later to do the voices, because we're not going to put coins in them like a freaking jukebox. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct honor and pleasure <coughs> to belch and get that wow. out, because I know, I'm sorry.
3: That's public radio. Yeah,
2: that is public radio. Let me, hang on, let me, here we go. i on, let me get ready for that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure, my honor. He is the one, the only little Karibo, Martin Billini. K-Wai-da. thank you, and welcome to the Dennis Daniel Show. Oh, you're quite welcome. Hello. Oh man, I, I, personally, I think American Bokura—they're just misunderstood guys because apparently they're just—they're just like us, only evil and anime. Oh, were exactly. you guys talking to them? Oh yeah. Oh, they were great. Yeah, they were, they were great. You know, okay. you know where we're, we're going to see maybe
3: they're sh- definitely a couple of unique characters. I will say that
5: maybe we should have a you, beer you're with you're them to say that they were definitely a couple. Oh, <laughs> I, I could see that. Too. Yeah, we,
2: we, we could see that. But we're not going to say it because we don't promote that. We, we don't promote discrimination like that. Because, folks, Dennis Daniels Show, we don't care if you're black, white, red, yellow, purple, blue, blue with a giant snake for a penis, or even a, a British guy. And not 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 you <laughs> little caribou because of a Even if you're a limey Brit. Because the all takes explosion in the Dennis Daniels Show, we're people people. We don't hate we don't we hate. appreciate. That's right, John. That is very right. So, Martin, can I call you Martin, or should I just call you Karibo? You can call me Martin. I'll call, okay, I'll call you anything. just won't call you for dinner. hey oh, Okay, Brian. so let us turn back the clock. Where does this begin? Where does all this begin? This whole voice acting thing. Where does it begin?
5: The voice acting thing... Uh... Actually, I don't really consider myself a voice actor. I just consider myself a guy who does goofy voices and, and sort of makes fun of things. A uh, voice actor is somebody who sort of treats it like a sort of a, a, an actual role that he gets into. I, I just sort of uh, I'm, I'm more of a tease. Uh, I, I, I like I, I started doing voices back when I was in school, uh, and uh, I would make fun of my teachers, and, and the other students would. Uh, would ask me to do different voices based on uh, people they knew and stuff and, and I realized very quickly that it was a way to get a very big reaction by doing something relatively simple and uh, it just sort of it sort of snowballed from there. I just kept doing it. I never really stopped doing it and uh, I, I also used to watch uh, TV with some of my friends and we would turn the volume off on the TV and we would, I would just do the voices for the different people on the TV and it just it 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 started there, and eventually I I got into cartoons and stuff, and I I, I wanted to uh, try my hand at dubbing over something myself, and and I happened to have a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh DVDs lying around, and so it, that was it was sort of it happened by default, really. It didn't really it wasn't really a huge inspiration.
3: Well, I would say how it happened. I mean, I I guess you said by default, but I'd say it, it's come a long way.
2: Well, I would, I would totally agree. I mean, that, that's another thing. Did you originally think that it would become this worldwide phenomenon? Because I just watched the first episode, the one you originally did, and then the HD Redux one, and <laughs> you can totally tell it's gotten better. I mean, it has come a very, very long way from its beginning.
5: It's funny you should say that, because a lot of people didn't like the redone version, because they they said that... Well, the main criticism was that I was talking too fast with the characters, and I can understand that because I, I, I was trying to do it more along the lines of how I record the newer episodes, where I, I try and say as much as possible in as short amount of time as I can. And in the first episode when I first made it, I, I kind of recorded all the dialogue in one take, and I didn't really, I didn't really edit any of the audio. I just sort of left it as it was. You can, you can hear me sort of. Clearing my throat, throat a few times. You can sort of you can hear the audio in the background. There is no attempt to clear the background noise out at all. I mean, I, I probably made that episode in about two hours, and strangely enough, it's probably the most watched episode out of all of them. Even the ones that I spend weeks on. Uh, it's 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 interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I I have come a long way, and I do feel that the show has evolved a lot. But at the same time, I I think ultimately what people come to it for is the just the writing and the humour and. And maybe some of the voices, and those really haven't changed that much.
2: Now, we want to know what does the term abridged actually mean? It does mean that you, that you build a bridge and you put the show on it, or is it, if it if, will it fall yeah. down if you don't build up with silver and gold? I'm I'm trying to make a joke, and it's not even connecting.
5: Abridged uh, has sort of people say that I've changed the definition of the word abridged because. These days, whenever somebody says, I'm going to abridge this show. They basically just mean they're going to make fun of it. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, way I, the way I perceived it originally was just I want to take away, I want to take out the parts of the show that I feel prevent people from enjoying it quite as much and, and, and trim it down to its bare essentials so that people can see what the show is comprised of and why this stuff is is entertaining and why people like that sort of thing. And also just make people laugh at the same time. And, 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 ha- and have a good time doing it and and people have just sort of really it 's just sort of become kind of a vague term that means fan parody that uh, you can watch on YouTube in under ten minutes but what? really what what is, what it really means is it, it's a short shortened version of the original product well, well, I
2: can say, get out the mission accomplished banner Man because with this you' nailed it yeah. you, i would I would have to
3: agree um. Just a little uh, fun
2: fact that I got from one of our
3: Ustream uh, viewers. You were you won the Open Web Award for Funniest YouTube Channel?
5: That's right. Yeah. Right, I, uh, 2009, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: had absolutely no idea that it was that big of a thing on YouTube. I mean, I know obviously you had a lot of hits and a lot of views on your pages, but I had no idea it was, you know, you got an award
5: for it. Yeah, that was a really, really humbling moment. I mean, I, I, I felt really kind of blessed that so many people would would go out of their way to support the the whole the whole series and 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 i really didn't know if the support was still there because i've been i've I've always convinced myself even from day one that it's never going to last it's going to i'm going to turn around one day and it's all going to be gone uh like i i whenever i posted a new episode around the episode five or six mark i would i would just turn my computer off as soon as I finished and and, and just not go back on the internet for another day or so because I was convinced that people were going to hate it but uh, yeah I I mean three years on three and a half years, four years it's like I I can't believe that the fan support is still there and it's still so strong I mean I go to these conventions and I see people who've come so far just to to see you know not necessarily just me but the projects similar to mine and, and, and I mean, I went to a convention the other week down in London, and somebody came all the way from Holland just to see me and Marciko from uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. And that was a, it, it was it's just, it really puts things into perspective when you realize just how much people care about what you're doing and and how much they'll, I mean, I started doing what I'm doing because of how passionate I am about the series Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and now people are doing similar things toward my series, and its it's really odd. Yeah,
2: you found a passion like Yugi finds the passion in the heart of the cards. This is your heart of the cards, essentially. Funny <laughs> funny term there. You ever think they have a, a gallbladder or a kidney of the cards? A whole Sorry? bodily, uh, it's its another joke. The, you oh. know, they have the heart of the cards, they have a kidney or a lungs or a gallbladder of the cards. Because <laughs> you just can't have the heart to function, you know. Maybe something we'll have to see if we can get Dan Green on the show to answer for us.
5: Oh man, good luck.
2: <laughs> oh jeez, you know I just—it's—it's it's tough, you know. We—we—we—we we, we, we had a hard time finding you, and, but that—but well, yeah, because um, well, here's the story. Uh, we got a hit after the uh, Eric Stewart interview by a fan who said, "Oh, why don't you striking little Karibo on the show?" I'm like, "Okay, who's a little Karibo? And and, I, and forgive me for my insolence. I had only heard about you through T-shirts on SharkRobot.com. Awesome T-shirts, by the way. Keep up the good work, guys. The Two Girls One Up shirt, that is hilarious. And of course, (laughs) let's, let's speak about that while we're on the topic. All these goofy catchphrases, you know, Brooklyn right? screw the rules, I have money in America. All this stuff has become like, it's become like the You Bet Your Sweet Bippy of, of our generation, stuff that we will be quoting at conventions and on YouTube and on live journals for years and years to come. And you are the man that started all this revolution. Now, here's the question. How how'd you come up with these all these wacky catchphrases? You know, you know like the Brooklyn Rage and the My voice gives me super strength, which we'll have to ask you to say a little bit later on in the show. Cause, <laughs> but we're going to save the voices for later on in the show. But, so how would you come up with these?
5: Oh, the same way I come up with a lot of uh, of the dialogue. I mean, usually the the catchphrases sort of stem from just I mean na- the natural progression of the actual, of making fun of the show. For example, Bandit Keith's whole "in America" thing is really just uh, a, a, it's it's, a, it's uh, a, a way of summarizing the fact that his whole character is he's, he's just a very egomaniacal uh, American. I mean that's pretty much what they were going for when they, when they created that character. I think they were just, they just thought, Oh, this guy represents everything that's wrong with America and foreigners and everything. And, and he comes into Japan and he thinks he's, he thinks he's, he thinks he's the man and, and stuff. And, and well, just the fact that he keeps bringing everything back to the fact that he's an American. Uh, I, I think it, 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 it works because it's a guy standing there with American flag on his head, just constantly citing the fact that he's from America. I, I don't know. I, it was it, it, that particular one was came to me as sort of a flash of inspiration because it was I didn't know what to do with that scene, but then I realised if if Banek just just randomly said you you know you can't beat me because I'm an American and then he turned around and said, uh, like, hey that's against the rules in America and then mm-hmm. I thought oh god from now on every time he appears he has to make some sort of reference to the fact that that he that he is or was in America. And it is very much the same for the guy who said attention duelists. As soon as I watched the episode back, I realized that every single time he appears, he has to say attention duelists, uh, no matter who he's talking to or how many people there are in the scene with him. And that, that was a strange one because that was something that I didn't expect to catch on, but I didn't care so much because I thought it would entertain me. And then it ended up entertaining everybody else at the same time as, as well. And uh, the same with Brooklyn Rage. Brooklyn Rage was written specifically to be a catchphrase that never caught on, because there's a joke in that episode where Yami tells him Brooklyn Rage is never going to actually catch on as a catchphrase, and then it did. <laughs> and then it, then it became a music video, and then it became a T-shirt, and it just it kind of went out of control. And it was like, that's probably one of the more popular catchphrases of the show, and, and even the original voice actor for Joey Wheeler, Wayne Grayson, has said that several times at conventions. It's a really bizarre... Thing to be a part of but yeah the catchphrases i the best ones come about when when you're just writing things naturally and not trying to force a catchphrase into somebody's mouth
2: yeah um, because brooklyn rage is so funny when you paradise poker face for brooklyn rage i paradise your parody and i i wrote all taste rage huh. you know can't beat my can't beat mine. no they can't beat my all taste rage it's a soda drunken fury <laughs> Yeah, it's probably not going to be a
3: billboard well, top 100 hit anytime soon. Still,
2: it's helping us promote the war on kai. But you know, it just. But seriously, you can't go anywhere on YouTube and type in Wayne Grayson without him saying Brooklyn Rage. There's actually a video of you actually comparing voices, and you're like, "Yeah, it's kind of funny, okay? You know, we're talking from Brooklyn, but we're in Japan." And then he goes, "Well, you may be in the bridge World, but in the Four Kids World Brooklyn Rage."
5: <laughs> and that yeah, okay. that was, that was just a moment.
2: that was just funny and. <laughs> And then I saw the one of. I was going, ah! Oh, I already told you, I don't have your Cheetos, and that just—I mean—you have just had a big effect. I think you have made me want to actually go back and get my deck out and start dueling again,
0: <laughs>
2: just because of all this stuff. I actually wanted to get an American flag and put it on my head. But really? of course, John wouldn't let me put an American flag. He'll put a Pokemon hat on, but he won't really put an American flag on my head. Uh, we gotta keep it somewhat sane around here. Uh, it's, yeah, it's about as much sane as the revolving door on the rehab for Britney Spears. Oh, okay, that's an objects right there. Now, now here's the one. What does your family think of the success? I mean, are they like do they, they want your autograph? Uh, do they brag <laughs> about you
5: to their friends? Uh. I don't really know. I, I, they weren't aware of it for a long time, and then, kind of when I started doing, uh, like the conventions and stuff, and when I when I started talking about the fact that I had a website, uh, they they kind of figured out that, that you know there was something happening, and and that I was that people were paying attention to me for some reason, and uh, they, they they know, but I don't really know if they really understand what it is. Uh, I mean, I don't think if I, if I tried to explain the concept of Yu-Gi-Oh to them, I think that it, it would be lost on them. My sister is always texting me congratulations. Like they, she texted me congratulations for winning the Open Web Award thing, and and uh, it's kind of a hazy subject with them. I, I don't really like to talk about it in real life that much at all. I don't really like sort of using it as, as a way of being like, well, guess who I am. But uh, I, they, they, um, they're aware of it. But you know, really, I think the, if if they're proud of me at all, I think it's for my other accomplishments as a, as a as a person offline.
2: Well, I just you should be proud of your Web Award. I mean, you're proud of your Web Award, like I'm proud of my BearCast Innovator of the Year Award. You know, we're really? pioneers in the fields that we've chosen. You know, we are we are the fighting dreamers, and I'm sorry for giving Naruto because the abridged series is deader than a doornail. So. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah. oh, and that, you can believe it. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, had a, it had a run, you know, it, it lasted longer than Hank. Oh, man, uh, Kelsey Grammer was good in that show. I, I didn't watch Hank, like, maybe once at work, but that, that's totally irrelevant to this.
5: Not even sure what
2: it is. Uh, trust me, you're best off. Um, now, what goes into the making of an episode? Now, do you sit down? Do you think about what you're going to say? Because apparently these jokes just don't come out of the open blue.
5: Uh well I mean most of the, the dialogue especially in the older days uh, two two or three years ago uh, I I would just watch the episode and uh I would watch it once through and then I would think about it and I would remember all the parts that stood out to me without having to go back and rewatch it uh and you know I guess I'd write down all the main plot points in bullet fo- in bullet point form and there would be parts that stood out, but that, that had always had an effect on me when I'd watched the show before, and that I'd remembered simply from from nostalgia. And uh, for example, like any time, any time Tristan tried to do something, like when he attacked the the guy with the with the hair, and then the the hair guy, guy flipped over in the air and attacked him back, I just thought, you know, that 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 scene pretty much makes fun of itself. It, it's it's just it's lots of fun, um, but. It, Really, first of all, you write the episode based on what you remember. Uh, The best way to do it, I think, would be to try and keep, uh, for one one plot point, have about three or four lines uh, talking about it, and hopefully they'll be funny. Uh, I I really can't, a lot of people ask me, how do you make uh, an abridged series good or funny? And I'm just like, well, I don't really know. If I knew, then I would probably write it all down and I'd remember it and I, I would never have any trouble doing it. Um, but yeah, once you've written a script, uh, you just uh, get, I record the dialogue straight away. Each character's dialogue is recorded in individual files, uh, separate from each other, so that I don't sort of have any problem re- remembering how they were speaking uh, or where they are emotionally. And uh, then uh, I, I I edit all the footage from the episode, and I I take all the, all the shots that I need. And uh, I take all the lip flaps. that. Well, This is something I do more recently. I I take the lip flaps out of the shots that I need so that I can use them for what I need to sync up the dialogue. And then I just take the shots, put them in a video editing program, and and line up the dialogue with it. And hopefully it will be about seven or eight minutes long. And then if it isn't, (laughs) I I worry a lot. But uh, people seem to have been more accommodating to the fact that my episodes can get a bit long. Uh, I, I I like to think that you know it, it's not a, ne- a negative thing that they're getting been getting longer, but you know a lot, there are people out there who are like this, this, this show was funnier when the ser- series was only three three minutes long, but uh, yeah. And then I upload the video and I wait about six hours for YouTube to finish processing it, and then I and then I wait. <sighs> Ah, uh,
2: well, of course, I mean, there is no golden formula to hilarity. Comedy is a very fickle thing.
5: It
3: just kind of flows. You just got to flow with it
2: bearcastradio.com dot com. This is the Dennis Daniels Show. We have Little Coribo, Martin Billany, creator of Yu Gi Oh the Abridged Series, on, and this is good. this is a super special, awesome interview, as Yu Gi would say. Now, Martin, I got a question. Now, what do you use to edit these? I mean, do you use Premiere, Final Cut Pro? See, I'm, a, I'm an e media student myself, and I use um I use some different programs to edit um my video. So, what do you use?
5: Uh, for the audio, I use Audacity, which is a free program for recording audio, and it's it's been very helpful. Uh, team force don't recommend to me that I used to use a program called WavePad, but Audacity is is also very good. Uh, Gold Wave, very good as well. Uh, I use I, I sometimes use that for eliminating any of the noise in the background. Uh, for video editing, I use Sony Vegas, but I used to use Windows Movie Maker. Believe it or not.
2: Oh 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 oh! I I could tell. Trust me, I was on uh, Windows Movie Maker for a long time. Then I bumped up to iMovie, and now I'm working with Final Cut Pro myself. I was just curious because you know being the media major, just it's just amazing the um, quality of the video and how you can get the mouth to move so perfectly with the audio. And that's just, it's, it's mind boggling. It does. I think it definitely takes a lot of talent and I'm sure probably that's a lot of so editing. Most, it,
5: that's not so much talent as it is just patience. I mean, patience. you can, it's very easy to, to make a, a mouth open when you, when you, when you hear a syllable in a, in a, an audio file, but uh, doing it for a, an eight minute video, <laughs> that, that's, that's a whole other thing. I mean, that's, days worth of editing like
3: that. I can imagine something like that would be quite tedious.
2: Now, uh, when it pertains to the
5: jokes, I
2: mean, I know you took a lot of jokes from Aqua Teen Hunger Four, stuff like that, the Saw franchise, but there's one joke in particular I need help explaining. It was a Monty Python flying circus joke. It was the episode where Yugi duels Steve Arcana, and at the beginning a giant hedgehog pops in and goes
1: Dimsdale.
2: and yes. I, I need what Does that even mean? I need explanation there.
5: There was an episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus where a character believed that a giant hedgehog was was searching for him, and uh, I I can't remember if it was trying to kill him or just trying to get his money back or something. But it was it was called Spiny Norman, and the whole episode sort of treats it as if this this idea was some sort of hallucination, or or a joke or or something. And then at the end of the episode, when the credits are rolling. the, you see this giant hedgehog poke its head above the buildings, and he just starts going, Dinsdale, because he's looking for the guy uh, whose name was Dinsdale. So it's basically just the big payoff to that joke. And, and I, they actually brought it back in an episode randomly. They, they put the hedgehog, uh, Spiny Norman, into what, one of the other episodes where he's still looking for Dinsdale. And so I just thought, you know what, there's a, there's a shot of a few buildings there. I'll, I'll just use it. It yeah, was a random thing. Cause
2: I, I saw that in a... I believe it was called Neil Diamond, Leader of the Notorious Chicken Gang. After he walks by, they pop through the stadium and goes, Dems Dial. And I'm like, and for years I've been wondering, what does that mean? And now everything makes perfect sense. (laughs) Okay, now now for this abridged series, how long do you plan to go? How deep do you plan to go into this? Because we already know that season two is over. And we know that you're getting ready for season three, which is the digital arc end. I really don't know because Digital Arc with the big five. It was it, it was. Eh, I mean, it was cool when I was little, but yeah, well, was kind of, kind of weird. there. Yeah, it was going. Cool. Oh, gosh, you guys. Have, hey, have you figured out who's gonna be Gozaboro? Because if you need a voice, I can learn a voice because I, I I because I know your interest for other people starring in your show. Yeah, your and series. this kid
3: loves to talk.
2: It, <laughs> it, you know, because I, I I like doing voices myself. You know, I do a I do a somewhat okay Charles Barkley.
5: Well, unfortunately, we do, we do have somebody planned for Gozaboro. I haven't really announced who that is yet, but we do have somebody in mind.
2: Can it, can, uh, can it be Takahata101? I think you would make a great Gozaboro.
5: Well, Taka, Taka's playing Crump.
2: Ho, ho, yes ha, ha, Penguins. Yes. <laughs> penguins. So, yeah. would there,
3: um, do you have possibly a certain set date for the third season of
2: the Abridged series to come out?
5: Uh, right now, I'm probably looking at starting it up in April.
3: Okay.
2: That's right. April 2010, folks, mark your calendars, mark your iCals. Season 3, you give the Bridge series. This shit's gonna get hot. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and Martin, I can only expect to think that we're going to help you win the 2010 Web Award just because you're on here. You know you got two crazy goofballs like me and John here. I, I think we're going to help you clinch the 2010 with that, with the <laughs> whole beginning, because it's just, it's Crazy!
5: Crazy! <laughs> We'll see how it goes because I don't know if they're even going to nominate us this year.
2: Oh, if if they don't, we will riot. It's like at ECW One Night stand in two thousand and six. If Cena wins, we riot. If Little Karibo ain't nominated, we, we riot. riot. <laughs> we will tear stuff. We up. will tear stuff down. Now, Martin, <laughs> I got to tell
3: you right now, the U stream that we've got going right now, it's blowing up. I mean, we're up to close to twenty viewers. The twenty A- viewers. The AOL is going crazy. I'm getting questions left and right, but um, one question that's sticking out in particular. It's from a gentleman named Gavin, and he's actually from England, um, talking to me right now. Um, And he wanted me to ask you, will you be attending the London MCM Expo in May?
5: I can't, unfortunately, because I'm doing a play.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, you, you do plays? Tell us about this. This is fascinating.
5: Oh, I, I, I do some amateur acting on the side. I, I, I did actually have a shot at a professional role recently, but that didn't end up happening. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm in a production of a, there's a TV series in England that a lot, a lot of people seem to know it in America. Uh, it's called Blackadder, uh, and um, I'm playing one of the, the characters, one, one of the main uh, three protagonists in, in that series.
2: When you auditioned, did you go, Alas, poor York, I knew him in america i'm sorry that that was my favorite line of man <laughs> just that was hilarious okay okay now we have some listener questions let's see okay this one comes from kathy and that yeah, and no ticks, something like that what's similar and what's different about doing voice acting versus stage acting and how much harder is it to get something across without your face body language to help you out
5: I've not really done that much like proper voice acting. I've I've done I've done a little bit. Uh, I, I did a few projects for a guy called Semi Soma, and uh, I I did uh, an actual. Uh, there was a group of people who were doing a, a, a an actual uh, serious dub of Yu-Gi-Oh, and I played Grandpa in that, which which was kind of not that dissimilar to doing Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge because Grandpa himself is a very sort of uh, very light-hearted character, but also he. He's got a serious side to him, but I mean, he's not that far removed from from the comedy version. Uh, but uh, voice acting, I find very difficult. I, I I tend to sort of give all my characters in my series a very sort of monotone, sort of very. They all have a very samey kind of delivery. They 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 don't really change the way they say their lines very often because most of most of my characters are, in, are are in very static situations all the time they just sort of stand there and re- they react to things and they talk about things in a sort of dry sarcastic manner so actually having to dig down and find some emotional uh place to 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 use for a, for a character's voice is sort of strange to me and it's it's very difficult at the moment uh um i i think it's very difficult compared to theater acting for me anyway because on stage i've had when I'm on stage i've had months worth of re- months worth of rehearsals to to get myself prepared for what i'm going to do when i'm on stage in front of an audience and it's very very easy when you're on stage to to be in that moment and be in that character's head because when you go from the moment you get on stage you are living in that character's body and you, you are doing what that character would be doing and it's and Aside from worrying about where I should be standing, I, I don't really think about anything else. I just let things sort of come naturally. When I'm recording dialogue for a character in a voice acting project, I'm just sitting here in my in this this, this room, uh, talking into a microphone and, and reading lines off a screen, and sometimes watching a, a video clip of a character talking somewhere else in a different world that doesn't really exist. So it's 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 very very different, and I, I take my hat off to anybody either professional or otherwise, who does it, uh, you know, on a regular basis and, and does it well. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's a really incredible talent. And I, I don't honestly, I don't honestly think I have what it takes to be a proper voice actor, but I mean, I, I, I really like acting in general and I like doing voices. So, I mean, really, I'm just happy having them as a hobby.
2: Well, Personally, in my opinion, I think he could be a great voice actor. I mean, we've had Eric Stewart on and Pat Fraley. They've talked about their careers, and apparently a lot of them just got to start like you're getting yours right now. So you could be on your way to being a big voice actor. So don't sell yourself too short there, my friend. All right, BearCashRio.com. This is the Dennis Daniels Show. We have little Creba Martin Billany. We've got to remind everyone because they don't know what's going on. All right, next question from Paradox Hikari. What prompted the thief shipping? Merrick plus Becora joke?
5: All oh, right, <laughs> well, I mean that uh there are a lot of people who ship uh various characters in the ubo series and, and and for people who don't know uh, when you when you ship somebody you you sort of pair them up as as like a, a, a as like a romantic pairing in your head uh It's not necessarily ever hinted at strictly in the show or anywhere else or any other source material, but sometimes a character will have chemistry with another character. That you know that appeals to you, and you you like think you like to sort of uh, take that to a, a another level in your head or something like that. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people do fan fiction about it. Uh, with the thief shipping with Marik and um, it's mostly a case of I think they are extremely funny together, and and while I don't know if I would ever you know I I don't know if I would ever go out of my way and say. You know, I, I want to write, you know, fan fiction about them do, doing things to each other or anything. But I, I, I think they're an extremely entertaining couple. I think, I think it's extreme, I think it gives a lot of potential for humor, and and <laughs> I, I think it works. And 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 people seem to have sort of embraced it. And and you know, it's not like it's offensive or in your face or anything. It's just sort of there as sort of a background detail that people seem to have picked up on. And. Uh, I'm I, well, I I, a right. couple, and that's why it
2: appeals to me. Well, you okay there? You just, we, were, we were getting a little static there. Uh,
5: okay, I, I think
2: we had a little static there, but we're cool. We're all right. Huh? Uh, I, I think we are getting a little static
5: on the line. I don't know, though. But. Okay. Are, you, are you
3: talking on a cell phone or a landline?
5: Well, I'm not on the phone. I'm on Skype. Oh, oh you're on Skype. Oh,
3: skype horrific, Nice, nice.
2: Okay, now I've gotten this question 100,000 <laughs> times. If I don't answer it, they're going to kill me. Who will voice Rebecca when she comes back for the Ori Kalkos arc? Uh,
5: that's kind of up in the air at this point. It's not really something I, uh, it's not really something I've put that much thought into because I, I don't I don't have to think about it for a long time because it's it's literally like two seasons away, and I I really want to make sure that everybody involved is okay with any choices I make regarding that before I go ahead with anything. Uh, it, it is. It's a ver- It's sort of a very, sort of. It's a. It's a delicate area, so to speak. I mean, I. I I'll have to get back to you.
2: Well, 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 well Don't feel any pressure. I mean, we, we just got the question. We were. They were just curious, and I think that answer filled up a lot of holes. So, so don't don't feel like you got to come back and ask answer this question because you don't. Okay. okay. Um. Let's see another one from the suite. A lot of Abridged series have sprung up in the wake of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series. What do you think of them? And do you have any favorites? Uh,
5: I really don't watch that many. And it's not because it's not out of spite or anything, but it, it's more because it doesn't, I mean, I'm not big into comedy, believe it or not. I don't really, it's not my favorite genre. It's probably my least favorite genre of uh, like TV or film or anything like that. I, I just, I probably wouldn't watch my show if I if I didn't make it. Uh but I have seen some abridged shows uh that I like. Um I really like um obviously Team Four Stars, Dragon Ball Z Abridged, which in my opinion goes far above and beyond what I do. Uh I like Kaisen Echo's, uh, Lupin the third Abridged. Uh I like uh most of the stuff that HBI two K does. I think he he's very good. Um I there was there was another one that i'd seen recently i can't remember what it was uh oh i, I have to say ant uh, jojo's bizarre adventure abridged is far and away one of the best series out there if anybody hasn't seen Antfish's jojo's bizarre adventure abridged you should totally check that one out it's well worth finding
2: jojo's bizarre adventure abridged look for it on youtube but of course after the show Okay, let's see, what is next up? Oh, we had, um, where was it? Oh, Vega Pleiades. something more like that. Who is
5: or was your favorite abridged character to write
2: dialogue for?
5: Oh, um, probably, I mean, not necessarily the, the best, but certainly the easiest in, in a way that, that made him my favorite was probably the, the, the attention dualist guy. Uh, who is actually, he actually has a name in both the Japanese and the English, but I just never really bothered to give him one in the show. And it sort of stuck that he was just called the hair guy. And uh, he he was, every time he showed up, I just thought, okay, what can he say this time? And it usually just thought, attention, duelists, my hair, blah, 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 blah. And then somebody else would go on to say something else, and I would be like, okay, that that's his job done. Uh, he, he was a lot of fun to write for. Tristan was uh, a lot of fun to write for. But I kind of I, I kind of worry that he's worn out his welcome at this point. Uh, I think with season three coming coming on, he he'll probably have a, a, a resurgence of of uh, uh, of fresh material because he does a lot of crazy stuff in season three. Um, Kyber is a lot of fun to write for. Yugi is actually a lot of fun to write for because uh, a lot of people have sort of pointed out that Yugi in the abridged series is is, is me is basically me if I had. Uh, no morals if I, if I had no problem just just being a, a complete jerk to everybody uh he 's basically me without any inhibitions and, uh, <laughs> and that probably makes me sound terrible but i can I can have moments where i 'm like yugi uh, in my series um, Marek is probably my favorite to do the voice and write for uh, uh, um con- consistently because I think Originally, when I started, when I brought Marek into the series, I really didn't know if I'd done him justice, and I really didn't know if I was going to like writing or voicing him, uh, because when he first shows up, he's sort of... It, it's more like a, a hint of, of of what he's going to be, and then when he shows up on his motorcycle in one of the episodes and, and almost runs down Bacora, it, then he sort of comes into his element, and I soon realized that Marek is a real treat, and I'm really going to miss him.
2: Oh, yes, because... Uh... <laughs> Because Merrick has given us so, so much. You know, the hugs, Mr. Tweetums, the evil army of Steve's, and all kinds of, and the F sound. Cause we, we can't forget the F sound, because that is just, that would be a tragedy. We will never forget the Tweetums, the Steve, and the F. But it wasn't the fluffy pillow, Merrick uh, as well. The, the fluffed pillow. Yeah, the fluffed pillow. I played a fluff pillow that's ingenious on the show, because I just think that's hilarious. It's Okay, let's see. What else have we got? Okay. Um, Hikari Ch- Ichino writes, I was a fan ever since episode five, and I've noticed how you improve on both their voices and the quality of the video. Do you think that all this work on Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series has definitely made you better, not only as a voice actor and as a video editor, but also as a stage actor?
5: Um, I think it's probably helped with the stage acting, because... I I feel like I can, because I, I started the stage acting after I did the abridged series, and um, I I felt like I I could actually r- rather than worry about uh, being me and just doing various different shades of, of Martin, uh, I, I can actually really get into a, a, another person and 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 do. Like uh, not necessarily just a voice, but a, a different personality, and 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 make it believable. Because so many people come to like the Yu-Gi-Oh! British website, and they're like, "Wait a minute, it's all done by one person," and and they're actually genuinely surprised by that. And they're also surprised when they learn that I'm British. Um, but I I felt like having having experienced that, I I felt very confident in the fact that I could actually be another character and 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 actually audition for someone. Without having to think, well, I just have to make myself sound like this. Well, no, I don't have to make myself sound like that. I can just sort of take that character, and 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 try and, and emulate what, and 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 just just become that character, for for you know even the briefest amount of time. It's 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 really helped with that. Uh, um, it's it's definitely helped with the video editing and the, and the voice acting. Uh, it's it. I mean, it, it really is. You can watch that series and see my progression as, as it as it goes.
2: All right. Now, another question from the suite. This is a two parter. Now, you recently had four eBay auctions to support to get money for the victims of the Haiti earthquake, and you sold four mm-hmm. cards. Did that card you put up for charity on eBay actually sell for over eight hundred dollars, or was the bidder
5: fake? Oh, that was, that was genuine. Uh, there was actually somebody from Sweden who actually purchased that, and I, I everything was. Everything was fine. I, I I I called them on the phone after they they made the donation, and you know I, everything worked out. I mean it was really incredible how everybody came together and 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 we did something that I I didn't think we could have we, we could do. I mean I was really blown away by how how much we raised, and and it was it was really great to be part of that, and and I was really really happy that everybody, because I mean. When you look at it one way and think, well, somebody spent that much money on a trading card, that sounds kind of kind of hard to believe. But at the end of the day, they're not really spending it on the trading card. They're they're agreeing to donate the money to a good cause. And I'm saying, okay, here's a trading card. Exactly.
3: <laughs> so, I mean, so it's not like they were just you know giving the money just for the card. You know, that was definitely going right, for a greater doing, cause. It was
5: just, it was just very good-natured people who who wanted to be part of something and it's something that I would love to do again you know I mean I would love to organize like maybe something bigger maybe maybe an actual event I don't know but it it gave me it gave me a huge thrill getting to do that with and and get such a huge result what was the card that you
2: uh, sold for $800
5: the card was I let me find out Um,
2: was it honest I think it was honest maybe it was honest I think it was was honest sorry
5: on, was the card honest
2: No, no not as in the card being honest was the card called
5: honest I don't think so I don't none of the cards I sold were called honest um, was it the end of Anubis? I believe it was the end of anubis
2: i, I yeah i I have that card too, but i I surely didn't pay hundred dollars for it, and that eight hundred dollars, man makes the two dollars I've put in the little crooked fresh fare thing <laughs> all the less insignificant Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you win this round okay, all right, folks, it's a. BearCashRadio.com. This is the Dennis Daniels Show. Oh, we're already at an hour five minutes of this. Okay, we're gonna we start with the questions right now because we have got tons and tons of requests for voices. Oh boy, we're gonna have. Well, hope you're getting hope you're loose up there, Martin, because we have got some requests for voices. This is gonna get crazy. Crazy. And, and don't worry, we'll be we'll be here to help you do some improv. Okay. Um. First up from a Paradox Hikari. She wants to hear a little bit of Mako Tsunami, and I want to help you with this, because uh, I, I do a pretty wicked Dr. Phil, I was thinking about having Dr. Phil talk to Mako about his love for the ocean. So if you, want to, if you want to roll with this, let's give it a try, okay? Okay. All right. My guest today says that he's in love with the ocean. Please welcome Mako Tsunami. Ha! <laughs> hey, Dr. Phil. How's it going? It's going pretty good, Mako. Now, Mako... You say that you're in love with the ocean, correct? Correct. She is beautiful. You're making me laugh. Now, Mako, you do realize that the ocean is an inanimate object, right?
1: Inanimate? What are you talking about?
2: I'm talking that the ocean is not reproducible. You can't have sex with the ocean and get a baby out of it. Well, it's not always about sex, Dr. Phil. Now, make why you love with the ocean? Don't you realize that people who are in love with the ocean have a problem? And another thing, when it comes to throwing harpoons at people, don't you realize that people who throw harpoons have a problem? Here's my advice for you. You stop throwing harpoons, stop dating the ocean, and overall, don't be a freaky fish guy.
1: I am not a freaky fish guy. And for the record, I love the ocean because it killed my father. You love the ocean because it killed
2: your father my friend that sounds pretty mixed up just like dr phil mixed nuts the mix max that's mixed to the max now ocean what do you have to say about all this nonsense
1: the ocean says you're a quack i
2: may be a quack and i may not be a doctor but one thing I'm not is a harpoon-throwing freaky fish guy. Okay. Yay, that's enough of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, all
3: right, yeah, we've got, a, we've got another voice request um, from one of our uh, AOL messenger... Um, this one would be for, in the voice of Bandit Keith. Okay. okay. And could you... Oh, God, no.
5: Mako Tsunami and Bandit Keith sounded <laughs> almost exactly the same. <laughs> and,
3: but this one was asking, in particular, if you could say, all glory to the nation
5: of Dave. The nation of Dave? The nation yeah, of Dave. That's,
3: that's, it's uh, anime doom at hotmail.co.uk. Um, Is that a
1: Fallout 3 reference?
3: I, that very well might be. I'm not too let sure. Let me try. Let me try. All right.
1: Here we oh, go. All glory to the nation of Dave. <laughs> In, In America. In America. In America. I was going to say that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bandit Keith,
2: but John Wynn, let me wear the American flag on my head and the glasses because you know all Americans wear sunglasses. All, all I got right now is my Degeneration X merchandise, which is available at www.shop.com. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Well, you're not a real American, brother. N- no. No. Well,
2: let me tell you something, there, brother. You can take all the little DX nuts and the KZA nuts and put them together. And what you gonna do when Shrimpomania runs wild on
1: you in America? Okay. Yeah, the, was... Have we? have Dennis Daniels. You break my heart. You, I make you humble.
2: Oh no, 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 Martin, leave the sheik alone. He's done enough. Come on, he's been through enough, man. That, uh, we want to get him for the show, too, because he's crazy. Okay. God, yes. I wish they would stop making him go all crazy and stuff. That's wrong. He, he, he was a WWE champion before Hogan was even born. So, okay, okay. Now, well, I'm saying before even Hulkamania was around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, for this next one, I had to go get music, because they want to hear a, a little bit of Duke Devlin. So, right. okay, I will cue it up, and you can just go to work. Okay, one, two, three.
1: Hi, this is Duke Devlin, live on the Dennis Daniels Show. I hope you brought a change of underwear, ladies. Huh, take this, Duke. You're not the only one
2: with your own kind of music. So what do you got to say to that? What? I said I got my own background music. So what do you have to say to that?
1: Oh, you think you're cute and you know you're sexy, huh?
2: i got the look that drives the girls wild. I've got the move that really moves them. I send chills up and down their spoy because I'm a sexy boy. Sexy
3: boy. Now, where are these girls at? I've yet to meet them.
2: They're at my house. Oh. Stop it, John. You're, you're ruining this. This is, this is a battle of music. Okay. I'm... Yeah, he, he's not even talking and he's got his music. We'll do it live! Okay, that was Duke going for us. Okay, uh, have we got any more requests, John?
3: Uh, we've got one, another uh, AOL Instant Messenger update um, from Butterfox of Doom. She, I, I'm assuming this is a she. He or she requested, I want to hear him sound like Yami dissing as many people as possible.
2: Oh Absolutely, gosh. You, you can, you, and if you need ammo, you can use us. Just go for it. Just completely let loose. Tear us a new one.
1: Well, you know something, Dennis Daniel and John Pokemon? What, I have: a, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, you because do? Because you invited Seto Kaibon to your show before you invited me. We couldn't get a but hold, you hold of you. you haven't even asked me a single question yet. You oh. know what? That just that steams my beans because I'm the king of games, you knuckle mobs. Oh, gosh. knuckle no. I think he's pushing it.
2: All right, Charles Barkley, Tom. Okay, I'll tell you what, Uga. you're a knucklehead, running around, crazy, puzzle, taking over by That's nuts. You a knucklehead. I got to go do a Taco Bell commercial, please. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on there, Farrell. Okay, you want to be cute. I'll tell you what we got. I got something here you'll like, and you'll like this really good. Hang on, let me get it out. Where yeah. is it? Blah, blah. I play
1: dead air in defense mode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. uh uh-huh. Check that out! I got my
2: own little millennium puzzle, so oh, you can wow. suck on that. Oh, oh, here, draw they in front of the U stream. Ooh, I got a little puzzle. I got a millennium puzzle just like you, so you can take that and shove it. Right. But
1: it all—it wow. seri- all seems. Seri- I mean, you're. What are wow. you bragging about? The fact that you had like Exodia and Exodia Necros before oh, the show started. Oh yes, yes. We you know we
2: got it right here, and unlike us. We didn't lose them by a guy who looks like a bug. Oh, oh right there. Let's flash and move, John. Flash them, Exodia. No, you
1: didn't. You kept hold of them all the way into your 20s. ha! Oh. <laughs> Touche, Johnny.
2: Touche. Maybe I will have to pause my feud with Kaiba. And start a feud with you, Mad
3: and problem. we will I'm on. Fooled. I'm on his side, Denny. Don't don't be on he, his side. He got
2: you there. Uh, you. Oh, oh at least I don't have to inhabit the, spot, the body of a little boy. You, what? There wasn't a condo available. Yeah, you took over a little kid. That's, I and mean, that's kind of it's kind of a low move. There, That's kind of a ass move. If you think about it, you take over. Did you ask Yugi before you took over his body? Like, oh hey, Yugi can I take over your body? Oh sure, Pharaoh, go right ahead. No, you just moved in. That's that's not right.
1: Well, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm sorry, I guess.
2: That's okay, and you can be our friend, because you're yes. super special awesome. Just don't, oh. do, just don't, no mind crushes.
5: Not even a little one?
2: Brandon Kiskert, you can give him a mind crush, okay. and we will enjoy it. Okay, 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 can we talk to little Yugi for a second? Can we talk to him? We want his opinion on this. Okay. Hey, now, Yugi, what do you feel, how do you feel about Pharaoh taking over your body
1: every time he plays card games? Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm just
5: playing video games and he'll just take control and I'll, I'll, come, I'll come back on, on the, the, the Xbox and I'll kill about five hookers.
2: Hey, hey, oh, say super special awesome. Oh, super special, awesome! Like this show is super special, awesome. Oh man, no, yeah,
3: I, yeah. It's, gosh, um, um, let's see. We've got a uh, we've got a few more uh, AOL Instant Messenger requests coming for, in for voice. Any
2: for uh, Joey Wheeler?
3: No, no. No, for Joey, we from, gotta do uh, Joey. Can we? From Kitsuyasha. I'm I'm assuming that's another female or whatever it is. I would like to yeah, hear. Yeah, I them. have fan girls. I would like to hear Mokuba explaining why he likes dressing like a girl. Oh, before
2: that, get Mokuba. You say, hey, Dennis, can I be on your radio show?
1: Hey, Dennis, can I be on your radio show? <laughs>
2: Shut up, Mokuba. But no, in all seriousness, you can be on the show as long as oh, you don't bring good. your brother with you. Because I don't like him, man. Man, he's a jerk. You can't, if you're going to be on the show, you can't bring him. State law. I looked it up. Your brother will kick your ass. Oh, no, he won't. He, you he won't, I'll roll up the sleeves, you know, and we'll and we'll duke, you know. Yeah. How dare your brother send me that press release of he's getting a, he's getting a booster pack named after him.
1: April oh. 20th. I should get a booster pack named after me.
2: Shut up,
3: Mokuba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: and can, we, can
3: you explain why you like dressing like a girl? Yes, Mokuba.
1: I wasn't aware that I did.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently you do, according apparently to... Apparently I do. I gotta
1: explain why I do something that I don't do. Uh, okay, Um, well, after, after about 500 kidnappings, your, your mind tends to kind of go a bit askew and you start to kind of, you know, dressing like a a, a woman uh, and, and hoping that people won't kidnap you because you think there's somebody else.
3: Oh, that works for me, man. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah.
2: Not good enough for me. All right. Yeah. okay. Okay. okay, We'll do a few more because I know your my little sister. She is a big, oh my gosh, she is a big fan and she would kill me if I did not ask you could you give us a little my Valentine, just just for her?
5: Oh gosh, that's that, okay. Uh, a, a,
2: a, don't can... don't feel pressured. We can come back later and do and see if you can do that later on.
5: Well, I could do it now. I just, what do you want me to say? Uh, uh,
2: just say something to Katie. You know, she she's a virgin, and, and she and she she thinks that my's
1: a total slut. To Katie. Katie.
5: Okay.
2: Um All
1: right. Keep telling yourself that, hon. What are you, a virgin or something?
2: Response from Katie.
1: I will slash your eyes out.
3: Oh,
2: damn. The end.
3: Damn. It just got real up in here.
2: Hey, Mike, can I ask you a question? Do you have two dives for a nipple? Uh, <laughs> I'm ki- right. No, I'm kidding, Mike. You're the best round. Beth, Beth. <laughs> Best.
3: I said best, not breast. I think uh, I think we may have time for one more. Wait, wait. We,
2: there's one, two more, two more. We gotta do All Joey. Right. Okay, we will not get. We will not hear the end of it if we don't do this. And I'm I, I'm really against this. Can you give us a little set, Okaiba? <laughs> Uh
5: Okay. Um,
2: Just I, I'm sorry. They would never forgive us if we didn't hear I'll talk a little. I'm a little ticked off about it by myself, but.
1: So you're a little ticked off, huh? Yes, well, I am, Kaiba. What you, expect when
2: you get Seto Kaiba on your show? Seto Kaiba, your ego is so big, you can fill the entire BearCast studio with it, you know? You come on my show about a month ago, trash-talking me, my brother. You know what? You know what? It's really cute, that little fruit bowl haircut of yours. I know you got your blue eyes around. You're probably kissing. I'm getting lipstick all over them. I got an idea for an app for your, for your dual disc. You know, you can attach a tissue box to it, so every time you can you know, shed, shed your tears, when you to beat you for the hundredth time.
1: Well, I've got an idea for your dual disc. You should just take that dual disc, shine it up real nice, and then stick it straight up, you candy ass! Oh, a rock, Joe!
3: Okay. He just laid the
2: smack down
3: on your ass. Okay,
2: and we have to say this, and, and this is kind of a big kick to me. Wait a minute, did you just summon a bunch of monsters in one turn?
1: Yeah, so...
2: That's, um... That's against the rules, isn't it? Screw the rules, I have money. No, screw the money, we got a talk show.
3: Oh, snap.
2: And, of course, I, I could not think of any better way to finish this. If We got to talk a little bit to Joey Wheeler, you know, because Joey from the, from the Brooklyn, even though he's not in Brooklyn, he's in Japan. That's crazy and
1: stuff. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, Joey, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Junior G, man, you know, kind of New York kind of thing. You know, Kaiba on the show last month, uh,
2: he said that you were a dog and that you were a monkey. I don't think you're a dog or monkey at all. I think you are a very good
1: duelist. Oh, thanks very much there, man. I mean, I did come in second in Duelist Kingdom and all that, and I tried to get the prize money for my sister Serenity, because that's pretty much all I do. I thought you spent (laughs) it on children's card games and cards. Yeah, that's another issue. And and what's
2: about you being all secretive about the furry thing? What you got against the furries, man? <coughs>
1: that... that... <laughs> Open mouth... <laughs> yeah, seriously, I mean, you, you, have, you might wanna keep that on the down all day, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's... Um...
1: You know, if I were one of those guys and you just outed me, I would be like... Five seconds, new record. I bet... I What? I What? 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 What?
2: What? 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 Okay, now, Joey, would you say this for everyone? I want the biggest, loudest Brooklyn rage that you have ever, ever, ever said in... Hey, I'm getting, I'm getting yeah. a little.
3: Calm yourself down, there, Dave. I'm
2: sorry. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is big on a bit level that we will never know. So come on, Joey, give us the biggest Brooklyn
1: rage we ever heard. <laughs> All right, here we go. Brooklyn rage. Brooklyn,
2: Brooklyn.
0: Bring it, bring it, bring it. We're bringing, bringing, we're
4: bringing the hood bring to you. We're bringing, bringing, what you to We're bringing, bringing, we're bringing the hood. And that was
2: Joey Wheeler Bringing the Brooklyn Rage to you Martin, I want to thank you For being a super special guest On the Dennis Daniels Show It
3: was an honor
2: if, Do you have any words of wisdom For your fans out there That you like to say?
5: Keep doing whatever it is you love doing And do it for the rest of your life And just never look back
2: Yes, we will have to have you Back on the show Amen. real freaking soon
5: Bottoms up to that
2: Bottoms up, man so, uh, so I'm a little Karibo, Martin Bellany, thank you so much for being on the Dennis Daniels Show. It has been a pleasure and honor, and I just, I don't know any better way to go out with a, um, I, I, I thought of one way. And this interview was brought to you by your friends at Degeneration generation X, who reminds you that if you're not down with that, we got two words for you on three. One, two, three. Suck, Suck it! it. Martin, thank you for being on the show. We'll see you again real soon. Yu-Gi-Oh! the Abridged series on YouTube, Yu-Gi-Oh the Abridged Play the damn card on Live Journal. Check this stuff out. Season three in April. We're out of here. Do it now. Thank you for being on the discount show. We'll catch you again real soon. Next week perhaps. So, until then, good night everybody.
4: Think you can tell me what to do. Know who you're talking to?